What's going on, Hardliners? Welcome to His Hardline for another episode of 1% with Him. Remember, every day we need to spend at least minimum 15 minutes with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Dig a little bit in the Bible and spend a little time in prayer, you know what I mean? If you can't do that, just join us here at His Hardline. We'll get it done. Drop. And don't forget to check out our website, www.hisheartline.com. We're happy to have you. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you're at in the world. Happy to have all you here. Welcome. Thank you for joining us here at His Heart Line with another episode of 1% with Him. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side. They are the host. They are the boss. They are the ones running the show. They are the ones behind the wheel at the helm, and they are the ones steering the ship through these crazy chaotic waters that we call life. So welcome. Glad to have you all here today. It is Thursday, June 30th, 2022. And so I hope everybody's having a great day. Um, Let me tell you, I had myself one heck of a long day, but I'm going to spare details because they're boring. Nobody wants to hear it. But man, I tell you what, though, I will say this. My website, hisheartline.com. Which, by the way, share that with late, you know, with your friends and family. But my website actually came under attack. I was actually shocked, um, and there's no assumptions about it. There's, without a question of a doubt, came under attack because um, I was—I forgot what I was looking up, but I was doing something. I wanted to check out because I've been doing little changes to the website, so I went on the mobile part of it, and uh, I noticed that some media players for the uh, HHL Edu section was. Uh, it was just nothing but lines of code. It wasn't the the media player. And I said, what's going on? Then I went to the assembly link to see if those media player windows were up. All of those were just straight code, nothing else. I was like, okay. And then I went to the podcast link where it has the big media player, where it has all the episodes from newest to oldest in descending order. And that was completely gone. I'm like, what is going on? And so... I went to go check the national-assembly.net website because they have some of uh, you know my podcast shows that are pretty relevant to the National Assembly. They have a few of them posted over there, and I know they have the media players um, on some of their pages and three of them on the main page. Three very vital episodes that I did that are very inf- you know, informative and very important as far as the knowledge goes. Um, those were up. Those were fine. But then again, that website's also on a private dedicated server and it's protected like nobody's business. It's probably more protected than Fort Knox. And yeah, those those media players were just fine. They were A-OK. They were functioning. So I know it wasn't a Podbean thing. And so I, you know, I had to, uh, you know, chat with my, what do you call it? Your, my local, I don't want to say local, but my, you know, web, you know, my, uh, hosting service for the website. And so 
apparently they're going to get an engineer because at first I thought maybe it was a bandwidth issue. I'm like, there's no way I exceeded my bandwidth. There's no way this website generates that much traffic, like maybe a few hundred a day. Sure. But I was like, there's no way it generated that much traffic to where I was up in my bandwidth. And I asked the lady on the chat, I said, is it a bandwidth issue? She said, no. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But she was like, well, I put in a ticket. Um, you know, we'll get we'll have an engineer on it. Yeah, problem should be resolved within three to five days. I said, OK. So anyway, so I got home and uh, I dug into the back end of the website real quick because I was just curious. And I'm not a programmer by any means, but I know people that are really smart with this. They're really good with cybersecurity and programming and coding and stuff like that. That is not my forte. I am just a very basic, basic, you know, kind of I could do I could I, I know enough to get in trouble. That's about it. And so I found I looked up some of the embedded coding and I know I'm kind of getting into some geek talk right now, but I looked up some of the coding for those, uh, you know, media players. And it was just completely just, you know, random letters and numbers, which typically coding is like that. But you can at least make sense of it. This you couldn't make sense of. And so and it wasn't even proper coding language anyway. So whatever embedded code that was there was no longer there. So somebody got in there and scrambled it and screwed with it. So I don't know, but uh, I'm going to get in there. I'm going to fix it. I got it partially fixed. I still got more immediate, you know, I still got more uh, repairs to do. But um, yeah, just, yeah, it's very interesting. But it just goes to show you, you know, yes, this podcast is only five months old. And yes, I am still building this out. But that has to tell you something. I am getting out information that there are powers out there that um, are running rogue, that they don't want that information out there. So anyway, but. Yeah, very interesting. So that's been my day. I've been kind of dealing with that. But uh, but what we're going to be here to do, so I say all that to lead into this. So we're going to be reading Psalm 10, which is basically a prayer for the overthrow of the wicked, because I truly believe that what, what had happened on my website, albeit it was kind of funny, it was irritating, but it was funny, because I started thinking to myself, I'm like, well, what, a, what an honor and a privilege that is that the information that I have on here, they've deemed is so important enough and threatening enough that they had to screw with the media players and completely make it all jumbled up code and make it all inactive. Everything else on my website was fine. It was just those media players with the message on it. Uh huh. And yes, that even included the messages that, you know, I mean, well, it was on the actual main media player, but yeah, it was like somebody didn't want anything on there. I said, well, who would have thought that somebody got threatened by, you know, uh, a website that was Christ centered, like, Somebody, somebody does not want me to put out certain messages, I guess. So anyways, yeah, we're going to read Psalm 10, 1 through 18. And because we got the 4th of July coming up on Monday, I'm going to read a little something interesting. Um, nothing crazy, but it's, you know, with regards to the duty of nations. And so um, we're going to get right into it. And again, just a quick little housekeeping show note. Please share the website, hishardline.com with friends and family members. That'd be great. And I really appreciate all you people out there that are joining Podbean just for the sake of uh, listening to me, because I do. I check everybody that follows me, and it seems like a majority of people that follow me, I'm like the only one that they're following at the moment, you know, and so that tells me something, and it tells me that you've created a Podbean just to listen to this podcast. And so for those people that did do that, thank you. And I'm sure Podbean appreciates it, too. So thank you for, for, for anybody that's new out there that came over here. So I really appreciate that. So let's get right into it. So Psalm 10, 1 through 18. And again, it's, it's a prayer for the overthrow of the wicked. Very fitting considering the issues that I had with my, uh, 
you know, with my, um, with my website, it's just, it's been, it's just been hell, but here we go. So why do you stand afar off? O Lord, why do you hide yourself in times of trouble in pride? The wicked hotly pursue the afflicted. Let them be caught in the plots which they devised. For the wicked boast of their heart's desire, and the greedy man curses the spurns the, the, and spurns the Lord. The wicked, in the haughtiness of his countenance, does not seek him. All his thoughts are, there is no God. His ways prosper at all times. Your judgments are on high, out of his sight. As far all... Excuse me, I can't read today. <laughs> as far all his adversaries, he snorts at them. He says to them, I will not be moved. Throughout all generations, I will not be in adversity. His mouth is full of curses in deceit and oppression. Under his tongue is mischief and wickedness. He sits in the lurking places of the villages, in the hiding places, he kills the innocent. His eyes stealthily watch for the unfortunate. He lurks in a hiding place as a lion in his lair. He lurks to catch the afflicted. He catches the afflicted when he draws him into his net. He crouches, he bows down, and the unfortunate fall by his mighty ones. He says to himself, God has forgotten. He has hidden his face. He will never see it. Arise, O Lord. Oh God, lift up your hand. Do not forget the afflicted. Why has the wicked spurned God? He has said to himself, you will not require it. You have seen it and you have beheld mischief and vexation to take it into your hand. The unfortunate commits himself to you. You have been the helper of the orphan. Break the arm of the wicked and the evildoer. Seek out his wickedness until you find none. The Lord is king forever and ever. Nations have perished from his land. O Lord, you have heard the desire of the humble. You will strengthen their heart. You will incline your ear to vindicate the orphan and the oppressed so that man who is on the earth will no longer cause terror. And that is the complete reading of verses 1 through 18 in Psalm chapter 10. And so, yeah, I just kind of felt that that was kind of appropriate to read considering the nonsense I've been dealing with today, but I want to continue this a little further. So I thought this was very interesting. So just for the record, um, I'm reading out of the version, the NASB 95 edition. I usually bounce back and forth from that one to the NARB, uh, the New American Bible, excuse me, the NABR E. Yeah. New American Bible revised edition. Forgive me, folks. My head's not all there, but that's all right. We're going to, we're going to get through this. And so I'm reading out of the, um, they call it the Founder's Bible. It's not the Founder's Bible, which is the Geneva, the 1599 Geneva Bible. This one, the NASB 95 edition one, they call it that on their cover because it's a Bible that's got kind of like history intertwined throughout the Bible. And it's very interesting. It's a very interesting book. Um, it, it's a beautiful book, actually. But um, again, I'm, I'm more, you know... I like the N-A-B-R-E one, but I like this book because it does have a lot of history in it. So I felt because with the 4th of July that's coming up, I felt that it was very fitting. And so the duty of nations. Now, in Proverbs 3, chapter 3, 5 through 6, it reminds us that in all our ways, public as well as private, that we are to acknowledge him. And while it is wisdom for individuals, it is also true of nations. In response to the idolatry of others, 
or their failure to acknowledge God, Psalm 79, 6 and Jeremiah 10, 25 call for God's wrath upon all nations that do not call upon his name. And the warranty of 1 Samuel 2.30 that, in quote, those who honor me I will honor and those who despise me will be lightly esteemed, end quote, was delivered to civil leaders, not religious ones. The psalmist said that the wicked return to Sheol and even all the nations who forget God, which you can read in Psalm 9.17. Now, whenever we stock up acknowledging him, excuse me, Whenever we stop acknowledging him, whether as an individual or a nation, we then begin to forget him. And at that point, we are in trouble, which kind of, I'm going to pause here for a second, which kind of where we have been at. We have been in trouble for the last several, well, I I don't want to say several hundred years, but for the last, at least definitely for the last uh, 50 years, for sure, because within the last 50 years, they've done a very good job at taken over our nation and try to install communistic and socialistic and just very godless policies and ideologies. It's, it's been ridiculous. And so we've become a nation where the Bible and God is banned from the public square. And these are the reasons why this is the main reason why we have so many issues in our nation, but we are going to restore that. And we're going to be returning back to God, make no mistake, but that's, but that's how we got into all these problems to begin with. And we're dealing with a bunch of godless people out there. And so continuing on where it says, um, whether as an individual or a nation, we then began to forget him. And at that point, we are in trouble. Understanding the truth, President George Washington empathetically declared, and I quote, it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of almighty God, to obey his will, to be grateful for his benefits, and to humbly to implore his protection and favor. Amen. Notice the four duties that Washington said pertained to nations. Number one, acknowledge God. Pretty much a no-brainer to me. Number two, obey his will. Number three, be grateful for his aid. It's all about having gratitude for what God has done for you. Remember, God's not a genie. We don't keep asking him like he's a credit card. God, can you do this for me? Can you help me get this bill paid off? Can you do this? Can I have this? That's not how that works. Look, you could put it out there say, God, I would really like X, Y, Z, but if it's in your time and your favor and you deem it's a benefit for me to have it, great. If not, no big deal. I just, I just wanted to put that out there, right? It's like a little kid right leading up to Christmas. Dad, I, I know it's not Christmas yet, but just so you know, like I really like that pony, that, that my size pony for Barbie or whatever. Right. It's like, okay, well, we'll see. We'll see. And so, but we got to remember, we can't use God like he's a genie. So, but we, what we always must remember is we have to be grateful for all that he has given us thus far, a home, food, family, love, companionship, clothes on our back, electricity, indoor plumbing that, I mean, all these things that make life comfortable. People forget about those things. So we need to be grateful for his aid. And then number four, implore his protection and favor. That is very important. And President John Adams concurred and similarly declared, and I quote, the safety and prosperity of nations ultimately and essentially depend on the protection and the blessings of Almighty God. And the national acknowledgement of this truth is an indispensable duty which the people owe to him, end quote. And President Thomas Jefferson agreed and In his first inaugural address, he reminded the nation that the first thing, quote, necessary to make us a happy and prosperous people, 
end quote, was to acknowledge, excuse me, was acknowledging and adoring and overruling providence. You know, we don't have leaders anymore these days. Well, first off, let me, let me stand correct because, well, after all, I am in the assembly. I don't uh, acknowledge these people as our political leaders because they are de facto and they're fraudulent. And therefore, they actually have no lawful standing being in D.C. That being said, before I learned about the assembly leading up to that knowledge, the leaders that we all once perceived as our government officials, you know, you always hear them say, well, I'm Catholic and I'm pro-life and blah, blah, blah. You know, they give you so much lip service, but then they go and turn around and do the complete opposite of what they, you know, promised the people or claimed, you know, a certain belief. And it's like, well, wait a minute now, how do you claim to be Catholic, but yet you're okay with the sacrificing of babies via Planned Parenthood at the abortion clinic? How the heck's that work? This is the kind of doublespeak that you get from these liars. But back then, you had true leaders who truly followed God. And I believe we're going to get right back to that. I know we're going to get back to that. You know how I know that? Well, because of the assembly. If you want to know more, go to national-assembly.net. Go find out for yourself. Or email me at um, jmjdirect at hishardline.com. Or if you want a quicker response, jmjdirect at protonmail.com. Because that one goes right to my phone. Um, I've been helping a lot of people um, get connected with the proper people to get, you know, involved with their local assembly in like Texas. I have people in Missouri that have been contacting me. It's been really awesome. We got a new member, uh, you know, that that joined the assembly uh, here in Michigan, almost went to AVR. Thank God she heard this podcast and was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad I listened to you. I, I was almost about to sign up and join her assembly. And she is the wrong She's the wrong game in town. You should not be going on the AVR train. I'm telling you, because that train is headed for a disaster, disastrous crash, and it's going to derail, and it's going to kill everyone. Not literally, but it's not good. And so this podcast has been very instrumental, which is probably why I've been getting attacked. This website got attacked. So continuing on, though. But President Thomas Jefferson agreed in his first inaugural address, and he reminded, oh, I already said all that, excuse me. But continuing on, the conviction that America should publicly acknowledge God was frequently expressed by our national leaders, and rightfully so. In fact, President Abraham Lincoln, which, eh, that's a bit of a sore subject. I, yeah, he was, by the way, little history lesson, first unlawful president we had in this country, which is why we're in the big mess that we're in today. If you want to learn more about that, you can go to the uh, national-assembly.net webpage, and I believe it's on the front page. It talks about, I think there's three podcasts there. I think one of them is called The Power of the Assembly and Then and Now an Assembly. Check those out. Um, where was it at? But President Abraham Lincoln not only did so, by, but even warned the nation in his day that it was the beginning. It was beginning to forget God. And this is what he says. It is the duty of all nations as well, and to recognize the sublime truth announced in the Holy Scriptures and proven by all history that those nations only are blessed whose God is the Lord. And you can find that reference uh, from Psalm 33, 12. But we have forgotten God. 
We have forgotten the gracious hand which preserved us in peace and multiplied and enriched and strengthened us. And we have vainly imagined in the deceitfulness of our hearts that all these blessings were produced by some superior wisdom and virtue of our own. Intoxicated with unbroken success, we have become too self-sufficient to feel the necessity of redeeming and preserving grace. Too proud to pray to God that made us. And so for this reason, President Lincoln called the nation to a time of public humiliation, fasting and prayer so that it would once again remember God. Now, I'm, I'm going to pause here for a second. I'm very curious to see how true this is. I mean, maybe it's true. Um, but like I said, there, there, I, I, get very, uh, I get very frustrated with President Lincoln because, again, this is one of the biggest reasons why we're in the issue that we have the issues today. And, and, and he's not the issue. He's one of the contributing factors of why we're in the, you know, we have the problems leading up to today. And there's a big, rich, untaught history that you won't get in school. If you're homeschooled and you got a parent in the assembly, yeah, you'll, you'll know. But again, remembering and honoring God at the national level begins with simple acknowledgement of God. And therefore, modern conflicts over things such as the national motto, the inclusion of under God and the Pledge of Allegiance and public displays of the Ten Commandments or the nativity scene and prayer at athletic events. We all saw that, you know, ruling, right, with the Supreme Court and school meetings or political gatherings are not small or trivial matters. They never should have been. And the presence of such public acknowledgement is not coercive, but rather simple, encouraging reminders with a long history of precedent, underscoring the value and wisdom of honoring God. It's very simple, ladies and gentlemen. The founding fathers would never have supported any public policy that would prohibit such expressions and thus invite us as a nation to forget God. Absolutely right. And so I felt very, I felt it incumbent upon myself to read that um, those two pages out of the uh, the Bible here, which is, like I said, it's got history intertwined with it. It's a very good book. And considering the latest, one of the latest Supreme Court, you know, uh, overturns with the, I believe it was that coach who got fired for praying at the 50 yard line. I'm glad that got overturned because that coach first off is a hero. We need to always remember where we came from, who we came from, and why? We're all children under God, but the problem is we have evil principalities here on this earth, on this fallen world, that do their absolute best to get in our headspace and to make us forget about God, which is why you see so many latest and greatest smartphones out there and video games and latest and greatest you know, gaming consoles and computers and social media and gambling and alcohol and pornography and sports and negative news that gets people's, you know, adrenaline going and, and the fear sparks with, you know, stirs up within their soul. But yet they're so addicted to the fear that they can't turn away. This is how Satan works. And because of the very nature of this podcast, and I'm not trying to elevate the podcast because of, you know, my doings here. This is God's doing. Let me tell you what, like I will always say, this is God's show. All three of them. 1% with him, the discussions we do, and the um, in the quick look. Those are all his shows. He's the CEO. Okay? I treat this podcast like Mike Lindell treats my pillow. 
he he's the only CEO in the nation that claims God is the CEO of his company. We need more people like that. We need more business owners like Mike Lindell. We need more Donna Brandenburgs. We need true patriots. And so a true patriot always remembers where they came from, he or she. Remember, only two, only two genders in case there's, you know, some ankle biters out here that want to, you know, that want to listen in and spread venom. There's only two genders, okay? But true patriots, he or she, always remembers God and to always acknowledge God. And so that is all I got for today. So we're going to close this out with a prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for the rich history that we're always continuing, continuously learning. Thank you for the people in the assemblies, the National Assembly, the Michigan General General Assembly, and all the other state assemblies throughout the nation that are gathering their people, your people. We're going to restore this nation. And we're going to do it one terrible policy at a time. And thankfully, as corrupt as we know the corporate government is, we saw some good actions from the Supreme Court. And uh, we're moving toward the right direction to stop murdering babies on this land because we cannot become a prosperous land and a prosperous nation if this is continuously happening. So thank you so very much. We're going to continue to do our best, to be our best, to make sure we get you acknowledged back in the public square again. Because it wasn't you that left us, it was us that left you. And we're coming back. And so we just pray that you continuously guide those people that are awake, be the shining light, be the guiding light, and we'll follow Give us our orders and decrees, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll carry them out. We'll execute accordingly. So, with that said, we pray all this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And that's all I got for you guys, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe later, if I'm feeling a little spunky, I might come back and uh, we'll do a His Hardline quick look. I'm not sure. Apparently, my wife's got some neighbors coming over. They want to do this stupid thing called the Tortilla Slap Challenge. I have no idea what the hell that is. Just to be honest with you, I saw a video. Apparently, you put a, a mouthful of water, and um, I guess you set up a video camera. And like any other idiot out there, excuse me, but I'm just going to say it. I, like any other idiot that wants to be YouTube famous or whatever, you know, I guess you put water in your mouth. And what you're supposed to do is with a group of people, you're supposed to slap each other randomly uh, and try to get someone to spit their water out. I don't know. It sounds idiotic, but. I'm retarded enough to participate. So we're going to see that. And if it's a funny enough video, I'll probably post it on the His Hard Lion um, notices uh, link that I have on the website. So you can see my stupidity there. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I'm just thinking about it now. I, it's going to be dumb. I, I can. It's going to be dumb. But anyway, that's all we got for today. I hope you all have a blessed day, a blessed morning, wherever you're at in the world, or a blessed night if it's in the middle of the night, 2 a.m., 1 a.m., wherever you're at in the world. And I do mean that. We've. I've, that's one more thing I want to say. Thank you so much for those that are around the world that's not within the continental U.S. I see you out there in Russia. I see you out there in South Africa tuning in. Thank you, Costa Rica and Greece. And and um, I haven't seen China yet. I'm a little surprised. But I, I've seen Ukraine out of all places. I got people in Ukraine that are listening. Granted, it's not like huge crowds. I got three downloads. So let, I don't want to over 
overstate it. But yeah, it's been crazy. I mean, got like I counted the countries up. Now, granted, I'm not like certain podcasters. That's you know, in all 100, 180 countries. But I counted up about mm, like fifty something. Well, that's kind of cool. Definitely all fifty states for sure. Canada. So yeah, thank you around the world for those that are listening. I I recognize each and every one of you. And if I forgot your country, believe me, I'm going to make more shout outs, France, Italy, Germany. I'm going to make more shout outs. Thank you all for tuning in and share this podcast far and wide, please. Uh, This ain't my show. This is God's show. So if you're doing it, do it for God. Don't do it for me. Do it for God. Okay. Because again, we have to return, not just in this nation, we got to return the world back to God. We as a world have to return back to God. That's how we become a prosperous nation within our own respective borders. And that's how we become a prosperous world as humanity. Hopefully we can get into that thousand years of peace. That'd be amazing. All right, that's it. Have a blessed one. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the day. Thank you for joining us here at His Heart Line. Remember, we need to spend at least 15 minutes each day with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That is literally 1% of our time on a daily basis. Spend a little time in the Bible, spend some time in prayer, and you'd be amazed what Jesus will do to you. Drop. And don't forget to check out our website, www.hishardline.com, for all the latest updates.